Um, do you have ideas? Like, you know what you want to talk about already? I, I, I really don't. This might be one of our best episodes yet then. Because we literally are just going to talk football. We are like you. We're the dreamers of the NFL. I'm Jacob. And I'm Trevor. And we dream big together about all the coolest scenarios in the NFL that may or may not ever happen in the league. Wouldn't it be cool if they did? No, I mean, it needs to be about nothing but about something. You know what I mean? It's got to be cleverly about nothing. What? Yeah, what if that's it? It's like, wow, that was the most about something about nothing podcast episode I've ever heard from anyone. Like on it was about nothing, but it was like, a, like it was just on point about nothing. Honestly, that's I really. I feel like we could pull that off. If you think about it, that's the pinnacle of what the podcast is really about. Is us talking about nothing because it's not going to happen. It's hypothetical or not necessarily going to happen. Now, we've been doing a good job of fucking hitting on things. We have. But maybe we need to get a little bit weirder. Wouldn't it be cool if... Oh, like Monday? Monday was the Boston Marathon. And only one American placed in the top ten. Yep. I am surprised to see that. Johnny McDonald placed tenth. It was a bunch of... All one through nine was a bunch of... Kenyans? Kenyans and Ethiopians, they've made their way in the mix now. Good for them. Um, and Eloide Kipchoge, who was favored to win this year, but he fell back to sixth place, which was astounding that he didn't even podium. What? And the oh. guy who won it last year, Evans uh, Ch- Chabot, Chabet, I, I don't remember how you say his name, but um, Evans, he won it last year and he won it this year. So Dynasty. Yep, he's making a little dynasty name for himself. <clears throat> but wouldn't it be cool if we saw one of these NFL players run their way into the Boston Marathon? Like, you got to run fast just to qualify for that thing. Uh, and it's tough because the NFL, we're not even live, but I'm just on this now. Well, I mean, we could be. We don't know. We could be live. You don't know. good. It's difficult to imagine – a player who would run the Boston Marathon because of the nature of the sport that football is, it's like six or seven seconds of high-intensity effort at a time, and then you breathe. And the marathon is three to four hours of – I mean, if you're in the Boston Marathon, it's more like two, maybe three. It's like an off day. Hours, that is, of like medium intent. Well, I don't know. Again – Never ran the Boston Marathon, so I couldn't tell you the effort, the level of effort that has to get put out. I'm sure it's high, but it's not like running what? a four four forty for you know forty you, times in a row. You did run a marathon. I did. That was insanely difficult. Yeah, and they do that like how much faster than you? A lot. Uh, about double the speed. Yeah. So. <laughs> Almost exactly double the speed. I ran mine in four hours, and the winner ran his in two hours and five minutes. 
How far off of qualifying for Boston would you have been? So with my current marathon PR, I've only ran one marathon. Um, I need to run a sub three hour marathon. I'd have to run in under three hours exactly, which is a little less than a 640 something pay. It's like probably 645-ish per mile for 26.2 miles. Um, I think if I had to run one now, I could probably do it around like an eight minute pace. I don't know. The, the last couple miles might get me. I, if I'm having like a great day, probably an eight minute pace. If my legs are a little heavy at the end, maybe like eight, 15, eight, 20, you know, because over the course of 26 miles, like the extra 15 seconds, you know, adds, adds a number of minutes. But um, I ran at a 10 minute pace, almost exactly when I ran my first marathon. And these guys are running exactly double the speed that I ran my first marathon at. Those guys are freaks of nature. So are NFL players, though. Absolutely. I mean, in a way... Anybody that's at the top level of any sport is kind of a freak of nature. Um, actually, no, that's not true at all. Um, there are plenty of people at the top of their sport that are not freaks of nature. Pro darts players, probably not freaks of nature. The hand-eye uh, coordination? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very impressive. Don't get me wrong. Are, are are you giving that freak of nature status? Oh, me, Jacob, Wayne? Yeah. No. No. Actually, let me say this in Spanish. Shout out to our Spanish community for a one Mexican listener. Um, no. Oh, I haven't heard that one from you in years. Um, that is an absolute classic. I wish I could say it's been years since the last time I said that up, but I think I said it last week too. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you said it in, in, in our episode last week, are you saying? Or no? No, you're just saying. No, 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 no. Not in the last episode. I was like, no way. At, at work, I probably told somebody. Just, I think I'm funny, and, and that, that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, buddy. Um, we'll just, sure, pal. Um, would it be too far to say like it's depressing that my dog doesn't even laugh at my jokes I Did I don't you... think so she, she can't laugh really yeah so I got yeah I don't I don't know if that I, I guess that would be pretty like too far do you think dogs find things funny though like do you think they have a sense of humor wouldn't it be cool if they did <laughs> like, wouldn't it be cool though like the age old wouldn't it be cool of wouldn't it be cool if dogs could talk like if you could talk to animals or like if you could fly like there's plenty of, of the classic ones but yeah that's wouldn't it be cool if they could find jokes wouldn't it be cool if there was like a dog that was Stan opinion wouldn't it be cool if Airbud was real now we're getting to football Full circle, baby. Who? How would you like? There how was would you make the golden football... retrieval. 
playing wide receiver in the National Football League. Call it the Golden League. It's a league of just golden retrievers. Like I'm talking, this dude is just cutting up. The GFL, I'll the play. Golden Football League. I mean, people, I mean, how many people watch the, let's see, how many people do you think watch the Puppy Bowl every year? No less than several million. I, I gotta look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Oh my God. How many? Um, it reached more than 13.2 million viewers. Holy smokes. That's like, don't ask me how I know this, but that's like the population of Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, number like imagine in sports telecast that day. Pretty impressive. I'm trying to think what major sports championships, like how many viewers do they get? And if it's baseball or hockey or basketball, like Define, not over the course of the series, just Super Bowl one single game. Or... Puppy Bowl. Or wait, yeah, 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 like Super Bowl. So it, it you know. The Super Bowl it's... is its own category. Well, the Super Bowl. Yeah, like, it's one game. Are like so, like World Series. You'd take the last game, whether that's Game Four, or Game Seven. It's the last game. If it's like, if it's one of those series sports where you the winner is like at best of three or five or seven, like you know what I'm saying? Okay. Then it's the I'll last just look one. Up, I'll look up the highest of every sport because that well, was the highest. The, I think is the Super that, Bowl. Well, yeah. Well, I can look up the highest of every sport, so you can compare the highest because. That was the highest. 13.2 million was the biggest viewership of the Puppy Bowl ever. Um, that is just wild. Approximately 200 million people watched it. Okay, so you're looking at a little less than 10%. Puppy Bowl gets about 10% viewership of what was 200 million? Is that the MLB? That's that would be the Super Bowl. Oh. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's what I'm curious about is the other sports. What you know? What's, yeah. Oh, I'm what does Game Seven of the World Series get? Because I want to compare the Puppy Bowl to those those games. The most watched NBA final series had twenty the twenty seventeen NBA finals had twenty point three eight averaged twenty point three eight million viewers. And that's over seven games. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, but the puppy bowl gets only seven million let like well, a I- large percentage of I would the think same eyeballs. Puppy Bowl gets so much viewership just because of people that flip over like during like some portion of the Super Bowl that they don't likely like. It's like I, I my guess is some of those numbers are not legit, you know, like from people that like sit down to watch the Puppy Bowl. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Talking like. Like Barry Bonds, some of these numbers aren't legit. So does the Puppy Bowl actually compete with the Super Bowl? No. The Puppy Bowl happens like six hours before the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. So it's not really a good like it's it's not like it's really competing. So no wonder. Well, so it is its own thing. That's what I mean. Like people can have a whole day. They could work a whole shift. They can go to the store, visit with friends, play a little flag football in the front yard, you know, kick off the day, like do a whole day. And then in the middle of the afternoon, the Super Bowl starts. But the Puppy Bowl's going, I think, like 10 or 11 a.m. The most if memory serves me right. Yeah, I feel like you're right. I think I remember it going, like, just like just before the Super Bowl or something. Um, so the least or the most viewed Super Bowl or sorry, World Series of all time was 1978. Six oh, games, really? Six games averaged 44.279 million uh, people. That's a, that's a lot. That's a big number. That was almost 50. That was 45 years ago. Yeah. So if you look at the list of the least viewed, the three most recent World Series are the three most, like the three least viewed World Series of all time. Some would say that's not good. Robert, what are you doing, Brad? Who's Robert? Rob Manfred, MLB commissioner. Oh, gotcha. I was like, he, <laughs> he knows who he is. Robert knows who he is. Honestly, I had heard uh, Augie drinking her water in the background. Oh, really? And so I, I thought you were saying Robert to, to the dog to be like, shut up. And I was like, well, what, your, your dog's name is Augie. Um, but now I, 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 I see. I see what I see. What's yeah. But yeah. Uh, baseball. Yeah, that's that's not those those numbers are not good. Although I mean, baseball used to be just so big, and it didn't really have a whole lot to compete with, right? So it's not necessarily shocking. Um, let's see. I'm gonna see. Let's go to Wikipedia for that too. Let's see. So single game. NBA most watch was 1998 game six, 35.89 million. Makes sense. That was a Jordan. Jordan game. Wait, wait, what year was that? 1998 game six of the finals. That was his last ring, wasn't it? He won. Was it 93, 94, 95? And then. 96, 97, 98. Yeah. Uh, like, like, no, it would have been 92, 93, 94. Skip 95 because he played baseball. 96, 97, 98. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a, a quick break in there. But yeah, the Puppy Bowl does surprisingly. Close numbers to like the Puppy Bowls was 13 point something million, right? The least watched single game uh, in NBA history was 2020, game three. Only six million people watched that, so it more than doubled that. That's a that's a, that's a professional, like, that's the NBA. 
What? Well, yeah, fu- just. I'm sorry, but that is a championship. Two championship caliber professional sports teams, the best of the best, going against the best of the best, toe to toe with one another in a multi-series like it's it's not the first game it's not the last year in the middle of it and like this is probably the most interesting part of the story is happening right there even if it's not one of the best seasons maybe it didn't have the best stories the best players stories whatever it's like it's a championship game for professional sports league wild and double the amount more than double the amount of people watched a couple of dogs chase some toys and their tails on a TV screen. Like of all the things people could spend their time doing. That's very true. I mean, people love dogs in America. I mean, all over the world, but especially America. Um, You want to know the one that's going to really blows everything out of the water. Oh, I'm scared to hear you say it, but give it to me. You're not scared. I mean, you know what it is. It's the it's the FIFA World Cup final. You're right. I'm fearless. Right. Fearless. Fearless. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the soup the the FIFA World Cup final beat the last Super Bowl by uh, more than one billion viewers. Oh, like like the difference was one bill. Like they had one point two billion. They had one point five billion. Mother. that's so that is you're not talking a percentage of of the next watched game or the other sports leagues you're talking a percentage of the entire human race the population of every living soul on planet earth at the moment was tuned into one single game one single sporting event happening in qatar or cutter or whatever you, they want to call it. Oh, is um, there, what is but, it? Called? I mean, it was a thrilling. I don't know. Did you watch that final? Um, no, I watched uh, USA get eliminated, and then I was pretty tuned out for the rest of it. But that was kind of a busy season of life too. I wish I would have seen it because I saw it a was, lot of news was, of people like literally like buying wi-fi for everyone on the airplane so everyone was tuned into it kind of thing like while a flight's in progress oh yeah and then i mean it was an absolute (coughs) thrilling game like it was like one of those games where like damn if every if every soccer game was like this i would be the biggest soccer fan ever like back and forth killian mbappe had a hat trick i believe Mm. Uh, or no messi had a hat trick i think i don't know Somebody had a hat trick. It was wild. But yeah. oh, I love sports, dude. I love sports too. Man. Big, big, big sports guy. <laughs> Put that on a t shirt. I'm sure it's already on a t shirt. Yeah, but it doesn't have our logo on that t shirt. Big sports guys. There's big sportsguys.com. What's that? I just mean like I'm a big fan of sports, not you, you yep. know what I'm saying. Video of like the army football team. There's a bunch of like college football teams. 
Are these just sticker packs? All they got? Is that a beer? Uh, right, guys, we're not the next best thing. Jacob opening up a fresco. LaCroix. Wait, what? Sorry, is it a LaCroix? That it is, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I said fresco. Actually, I'm sorry. It's not LaCroix brand. It's Waterloo. It's oh, on sale at Costco. Bling water? Whatever. It's a sparkling water. I'm, I'm not here to promote. No, nobody, no, no free brand promotions. Not LaCroix, no Waterloo. It's sparkling water. Not Those are just the brands cat. that sometimes find their way to my fridge. Big sports guy's shirt. I don't. I don't see one. We could patent this. We should probably. <coughs> we should probably do this before <coughs> we release the episode. Okay, I'll. Um, I actually, I just trademark. Otherwise, somebody from my might... other business the other day. The, the trademark would cost us about two or three hundred bucks, but I can. Um, I'll. I'll you go have these on it. To trademark or our name, big sports guys, big sports guys. <laughs> that that can be our thing, like our hashtag big sports. Guys. Like that can just be because who who is it? Pat McAfee has for the brand, isn't that his? That's his team's thing. That's that is true. For the brand, he's been doing that for a long time. Well, we need we need something like that, something for the brand, but. But not his for the brand, you know, our own for the brand. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't see a flaw in your thinking here. I'm following. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Okay. That um, though, that should be a conversation off off air. True. Because that is. Where I'd like to go with this. Anyways, I digress. We digress. So, here's my thought. With this puppy sports league in mind, it wouldn't just be retrievers from the U.S., obviously. It what? would be international because you'd want to have a large talent pool. Uh, it'll attract more viewers with a larger pool of talent. The equipment will probably have to be modified or altered slightly. Um, safety protocols won't be as dangerous because, you know, dogs are a little more vigilant than, than humans. Um, doesn't mean it's not important, but more concerned about figuring out how this ball is going to get thrown and caught. You got a lot of familiarity throwing and catching balls there, Jacob? Not really, no. Well, I mean, I've thrown and caught balls with you throughout all of our childhood. Uh, well, in that case. Tell me I'm wrong. We've been, we've, been, we've been throwing and catching balls as long as we've known each other. Yeah. Each other's balls. We had the same ball. The same two balls. They were the same. At one two, point in time. Uh, well, I mean, it's usually not two balls at a time. Like, you had your ball and I had my ball, but both were the same ball. Just We've actually, you've done that. They were, you, 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 throw, you throw the ball at the same time and then 
you know, they're going to catch the ball at the same time. Trevor, we're you sound like we're deliriously tired. Sports, sports balls. Get your yeah, 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 yeah. Footballs. Footballs and baseballs and. Gosh dang it! You know those listeners that have their minds in the gutter. Um, where, where, how did we spin out of this? We went from I don't know Boston Marathon to Puppy Bowl to a league of golden retrievers. I think footballs. Title this episode: This is about nothing. Don't listen to it. The title of it should be a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, and then part two should be literally like. <laughs> parts of this one this is the one that we're like yeah we gotta make this two episodes <laughs> I don't know I don't know if this is the one I think we should the do the thing is though I think when we... we do a highlights episode later this year this one you know this one's gonna make it uh, we're gonna this say... is gonna be an iconic episode for how poorly it was registered yeah yeah Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about that. Because there's just really nothing going on in the football world. Oh, I mean, I guess we could talk about that Jalen Hurts just became the highest paid quarterback in the NFL history. But, like, I oh, could like, I was trying to think of, like, a wouldn't it be cool to go along with that. Like, in, in that's more of a that was cool. Uh, that was more of a that was cool. That was pretty cool. Good for him. Um, I've seen, I thought, like, a, a quote this week where, like, or like not this week, it was sometime where somebody like put out where it's like he was, you know, asked if he would play a different position, you know, during the pre-draft process when he was coming out of college, and he's like, "No, I'm a quarterback." Right now, he's the highest-paid player in NFL history. Um, so you know that's pretty cool. Now, hopefully, he can earn all of the incentives and actually become the highest-paid player in NFL history. I don't know what his actual guarantee is. Um. Dude, I don't see why he couldn't, though. Well, I mean, you got to play at a very, very high level for a very long time. I I think he's capable I don't, of it. Depends, it really depends on how their cr- contract is structured. Um, and teams like to find ways to keep their money in their pocket. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if he hit every incentive and earned every dollar of that contract. That would be cool. Wouldn't it be cool if every player hit all of their incentives? No. You don't think so? No, because like naturally somebody's going to have to not hit their incentives in order for You're correct. other people it to. It would be actually completely impossible. Like you don't have winners without losers. We hate to say it, we hate to see it, but God bless the losers because that's what makes the winners winners. You lost me. You have me, then you lost me. There's winners, there's losers. The two must coexist. You don't get the winners without the losers. That is true. And like a lot of like incentives are tied to like like for like a backup quarterback it's like if you play like more than 50% of the year 
Well, that would mean the starting quarterback played only 50% of the year, but for the starting quarterback to have hit any of his all of his incentives, maybe he had one that encouraged him to play, and then boom, you're screwed. But thing that would be cool is if, like, a backup quarterback had, like, okay, play more than 50% of the snaps this season as an incentive. But then the starting quarterback had, like, win MVP as an incentive as well. Because that combo would mean that the starting quarterback in less than 50% of his team's snaps was able to win MVP of the National Football League. That'd be pretty cool. If both players what, earned their – like meaning if everyone yes. satisfied the condition of yeah. – in this, in this one hypothetical. I think mm-hmm. now in reality, in practice, are you right? Yes, not everybody could. And it, 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 there has to be some give and take, you know. Here's the thing, though, is if everyone's going to win, and this is why I'm sticking to my guns, this is not cool. If everyone's going to earn their, their, their bonuses, they're, they're going to hit their targets and their, their – uh, good God, what, the words are escaping me. What did we just talk about? Talking about contract incentives. They, they all hit their incentives. Um, that means 49ers players are going to be putting up big numbers and that just doesn't sit right with me. So maybe like the caveat could be everyone except the San Francisco 49ers hits their incentives in their contracts. Fuck them. Yeah. Is that like, we can make that amendment, but who has the authority? Yeah, can, I'm with can we get the amendment guy out here? Amendment guy. Um, what's that? Can, can I get, we do that? Can I get ordained as an amendment guy online. Like, is that a thing? Is it like, is it like being a being a minister for a wedding? You know. Uh, maybe not yet. Trevor, maybe like not yet. Keyword yet. That that should be a thing. Wouldn't it be cool if it was, though? Wouldn't it be cool if it was? It would be. Like, imagine that. So we're trailblazing this community of hypothetical sports fans that listen to this podcast, and there will be more hypothetical sports situations talked about on a flurry of other podcasts that begin to dub themselves as hypothetical sports podcasts. Yeah, everybody's obviously going to want to copy copy this. Specifically this episode it's going to be like this is going to be groundbreaking. Like people are going to look at this and be like, "Wow. This is what we could be." <laughs> I yeah, I, I don't know whether to to laugh or cry at that. Um, cry because it was so beautiful. Yeah, I just feel so grateful. That's that's exactly where that sentence was going. You fucking nailed it. Okay. Um, interesting. Jalen Hurts is only making um sixty four million dollars through the twenty twenty four season on this deal. That's it's really backloaded. good team. It's very backloaded. Yeah, but that means that they can keep some talent around them in the interim. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they're John, and they could really try and go for it here while he's young and in his prime. He's just getting into his prime. He's going to get even better. Um, yeah, let's see. So, I know to... we just talked about this the other week, but we threw out like, man, wouldn't it be cool? This is kind of a side piece. It wasn't a whole topic, but wouldn't it be cool if, if the Chiefs and the, the Eagles went back to the Super Bowl? Because, or maybe it wasn't even a wouldn't it be cool, but it just it's not crazy to think that could happen. No, no. but. Wouldn't it be cool maybe if it didn't happen? If we introduced a couple new teams to that game? Oh yeah. I want to see I want to see the Bills in the Super Bowl. I was on board like with Bills. I wanted Bills Browns. Like Bills that, Browns to be the, the, the Seahawks were eliminated, eliminated. Yeah, Bills Browns. Like that's always what I've like that would be the most well, that would be the AFC championship. Yeah, not Bills Browns. Uh Bills uh who was it? I was trying to Oh, it's the Bengals that I was rooting for this year. No, they're also AFC. What, was, what am I? I'm 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 a mess right now. Yeah, uh, well, because that was the Monday night game with Demar Hamlin. That was the one on my birthday we were talking about. Oh yeah, that was. I would have loved to see them in the championship to like settle the score oh, and be like, okay, that, everyone's well, good. They're on their feet again. Let's play. Like, let's settle it. And what better way to settle it than the winners going to the Super Bowl? That's true. Because um, they truly were at the time the two best teams. Going into that week, I believe in the AFC. well. In when the Vikings were still alive in the NFC, <laughs> like I mean, the Vikings are a team that's been, you know, kind of snake bitten for years, mm. haven't gotten the monkey off their back. Very similar to the Bills, that would be an interesting, you know, Super Bowl matchup. Vikings like, Bills. How, how can you guys fuck it up? Um, <laughs> like. <laughs> Either like, way, can't both do it, you know. Like, <laughs> we'd have our first double overtime. Oh, oh wouldn't it be cool? Both, where, where we'd be like, that it. actually would have been a tie if we were in the regular season, but we unfortunately have to give one of you guys this fucking trophy. So, <laughs> <laughs> and Roger Goodell would let it slip and say fucking trophy, and it'd be honestly, it'd be okay. It's better than hunk of metal, like Rob fucking Manfred said about the commissioner's trophy the 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 trophy that's named after his job he called it a hunk of metal love that yeah not my for him so Jalen Hurts it was five years 255 179.3 million guaranteed. Whoa. So still behind Deshaun Watson in terms of guarantees, but more like the highest in total value. So how does this affect the Lamar Jackson case that is ongoing? I don't know. I mean, it gives them another deal to it's like it's it's more information in the negotiating process, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the more that these deals get done now, hypothetically, it should drive the price up. But really, what these deals are doing is it's I, – I would think that it's going in favor of the Ravens in terms of none of these guys are asking for or getting um, fully guaranteed money. 
Um, now, granted, Lamar has an MVP, but Jalen Hurts, right. you know, was like you could said he had an outside shot. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was the MVP this year, but um, by quite a bit. But I think the thing is, though, if Jalen Hurts, like if it would have been the other way, if you just trade their votes in the scoring, I don't think that many people would have been shocked. Oh, I think a lot of people would have been shocked, but... Really? Yeah. I remember at one point, I kind of thought that. I was like, why is nobody talking about Jalen Hurts for MVP? And then you kind of look at Patrick Mahomes' numbers, and they were just... They were too... Too crazy. But, like, I think you definitely have, like, an argument if you were to say that Jalen Hurts was the more valuable player. I will say one thing that kind of rubs me the wrong way is when we make that argument, like, okay, two players who on a relatively subjective scoring system for this, this award to be given out, we're going to go off numbers. I'm going to throw it way back over a decade ago to Russell Wilson's rookie year when he lost, he and Andrew Luck both didn't win rookie of the year to RG three, who by all metrics, had the worst numbers between the three of them. I don't know why he won it, and that always really pissed me off. And I, I always said, I'm like, even if Andrew Luck would have won it, he deserves it. He had the best numbers between the three, but Russell Wilson also broke that, like, touchdown record that Peyton Manning had. Like, there were good cases to be made for both him and Andrew Luck. But then RG3 came in and won it, and I was like, where did he even come from? Like, your team makes the playoffs for the first time in a few years, and – it, that doesn't just give you – anyways, I digress. The argument about the numbers, I'm like, okay, it seems like there's a lack of consistency, and I think it just rubs me the wrong way. That's all I'm saying. Every few yeah, years, it changes. One thing, one thing that would be cool is if we actually knew what the MVP award was for. Like, we know it's, like, the best player in the league, right? But is it really the best player in the league? Like, it's, it says it's most valuable player is what it's called, right? Right. Truly most valuable Right, because there are seasons where you're like that guy is way more valuable to his team than that guy, but the guy that you know has the most gaudy numbers as a quarterback really is the one who wins it. Because like I think you could have argued that Jalen Hurts was more important to his team than Patrick Mahomes is. I don't know if you'd be right, but you could argue it. Yeah. Um, and in I, the same way, then I think Lamar Jackson has even a better argument. <laughs> right. It's like it, it. Honestly, this is a more of a better point in when you're talking. If you were to talk like NBA, right, where you're like, re- in reality, in the NBA, you'd have LeBron would win, have won the MVP a lot more year times than he has. Why is that? If it was truly about who was the most valuable player in the league, like, oh, I see, right, but like. Really, it's an arbitrary award for who's the best player that season. And, you know, they got to be on a good team and everything like that. And it's like, I don't know. Because, like, there were some seasons there with Russ in Seattle where you were like, this guy's clearly the most important, like, valuable player to his team, and he wouldn't even get a vote. Still hasn't, right? No votes yet? Still hasn't. Still hasn't. Uh, Gino got like a fifth place vote on somebody's ballot this year. Um, Galdang. 
But I th- I'm sure Russ has gotten that at some point. I think Russ is the point is he's never gotten a first place vote for MVP. Yeah. Um. But yeah. There's really nothing going on in the football world. We got the draft coming up. Eight days. I don't really have a whole lot more to talk about there. I haven't had a chance to dive into that as much as I would have liked to. In eight days, though, our phones will be blowing up. Like, you want to hear it somewhere first? Hear it here first, guys. What do you mean by hear it here first? The draft. Like, like we're going to be live streaming the draft. Is that what we're saying? We can't it'd be impossible. Could we live stream it? I, do we, I want? Do we want to live stream it? No. Okay. Um, well, then, it's just going to give us a whole bunch of stuff to talk about because now we're going to have this totally shaken up part of the league. It happens once a year. Everyone's getting, you know, all these teams are getting new players. They're filling holes in their roster they've needed. Some teams make questionable picks, and they don't really do that necessarily. I'm talking about you Green Bay Packers picking a quarterback in the first round a couple years ago when you really desperately needed wide receivers, and you had the MVP of the league for the next two running years. But anyways. Probably could have had them four years after that if they hadn't done that too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so – the league's going to get shaken up and there's going to be a whole lot to talk about in terms of hypotheticals, man, wouldn't it be cool if some player, you know, the net, like one of these quarterbacks goes and becomes the next Tom Brady, you know, Joe Montana, like one, one of these, uh, uh, Oh my gosh. I can't even find the right word. Generational players. Like, you know what I mean? Um, wouldn't it be cool if the Bills and Vikings played in the big game? Or, I mean, I don't know. There's just going to be so much. The draft introduces. The draft. Yeah, I, I love the draft every year. And you got to talk, you got to talk a lot about wouldn't it be cool. It's also, it's going to present a lot of that was cool options. Um, yeah. You hear a bunch of great stories. You see a bunch of cool things during the draft process. But, yeah, I'm really excited to see. Oh, my God. I'm yelling like crazy. I'm sorry. Um, The other thing, too, is, like, even these late-round picks, it'll be cool to pick those up and follow those storylines throughout the preseason and see who's going to make the cut for some of these teams. Yeah. Well, you know, that was one thing that was really interesting. So, last year, I went to uh, I went to the Seahawks mock game. Uh, was oh, okay, right? Be- and I remember, so it's like it's just you know, it's just little like they play a game at Lumen Field, just like it's a training camp thing, you know, it's Seahawks versus Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And I remember what the one thing the things that I really noticed and I picked up on turned out to end up being really the biggest storylines for the Seahawks throughout the whole year, right? Um, or some of the biggest storylines for the Seahawks. Um, it wasn't necessarily, it was Gino looks pretty good, you know. I had no clue what he was going to turn into. I'm not going to try and toot my own horn there. Um, didn't think he would be as good as he ended up being, but it was like he looks solid, right? Mm-hmm. And damn, all of these rookies are playing. It was 
both the tackles are starting. Dan Wollens starting out here at corner. Okay. Um, Kobe playing in the nickel. Like I saw, I remember seeing Tariq Wollen already starting. I'm like what? Like this guy was a fifth round draft pick. Like what? What? Are, what are we doing out here? Right? Like that was my big takeaway from that. And then you know, low and, middle, <laughs> and we have, you know, one of the better rookie classes that as anybody's had in a long time. Really since the Seahawks again in 2012 when they drafted Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson and some other people and one single draft. Bruce Irvin was in that draft too. Wasn't Richard Sherman also in that draft class? No, Richard Sherman was, I think, a draft class or two before, as well as Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas. The whole Legion of Boom was before that. Yeah, uh, I know that because Earl Thomas was the first round pick, I remember. Yeah, he, Earl Thomas was the very first pick, I believe, that Pete Carroll made. No. Was it Russell? Uh, Pete took over in 2010, I believe. Um, go. Wait, no, that's right. It would have been 2011, right? Because he I had. It was. I think it was actually Russell Okun because they, him and Earl Thomas were in the same draft. Hmm. It would be Russell O'Kane, I believe. Yeah, because I think they drafted Russell O'Kane fourth overall, and then Earl Thomas was like 16th or something like that. Okay. But we got them in the same draft, um, and then we followed up and got Cam Chancellor in like the sixth or seventh round. Gosh. Richard Sherman was a fifth rounder. Bobby Wagner was a second rounder. Um, Russ was a third rounder. A lot of production from low draft picks. I mean, pretty, pretty incredible, um, which, you know, was good because we couldn't really get much production at all from our top draft picks, and we still haven't done that. So hopefully that changes this year when we got, now that we got two picks. But we, you know, I, I will say this a couple of years ago, we got Jordan Brooks. And he's he's really been like he's been really good. Yes, um, and I will say when Rashad Penny's been healthy, he, he had been really good for the Seahawks. You know, he was a first round pick a few years back, um, but he had you know struggled to stay healthy. Um, and he's going to the Eagles now. Yep. Um, although, you know, I mean, they're going to take Bijan Robinson because they're going to. I already gave everybody exactly what's going to happen in the first 10 picks of the draft last week. Oh, I was thinking this, though. This would be cool. It would, I'd be hard-pressed to think Bijan Robinson will fall this far, but with the second first-round pick Seattle has, I was thinking – I was talking with a buddy of my coworker of mine today, uh, and I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if, if – I don't know. It, nope. I don't think he'll fall that far. I don't think it would be. And I don't know that Seattle will even, but wouldn't it be cool to have a backup to? Well, like, okay, that's like, that's be like, that would be like a luxury too. pick of all luxury picks. Like, like now, like, could we use depth at running back? Like, I should we? That's what I'm saying, though. Like, 
but like not one shouldn't be using a first round draft pick on a running back not when our defensive line was struggling so bad not when i mean we really still need to find a quarterback for the long-term future um like that's not what we should be using we should be building up our defensive line Maybe, maybe a receiver. If you're going to go with a skill position, we could we could use a third receiver for sure. Yeah. Um, but like running back, like when you just drafted Kenneth Walker last year, um, I mean, it, my it's concern is just to find guys like we've found guys in like historically, like Chris Carson was a seventh round draft pick. Like, sure, we've drafted some guys high as well at that position, but you can find guys later on that are plenty capable of being a fill-in we definitely need to add depth but i don't think about spent i don't think spending a first round pick there is wise so, so that's my no i don't think it would be cool but like also to to the credit of like if we're ignoring all logic like we're supposed to um would be pretty fucking cool to have Bijan robinson that dude is that would very, be like pretty good at football. Similar to the Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt running back committee. Mm-hmm. You'd have just two freaking workhorses. Yeah, Bijan. Like two bell cows. Is there, that's the thing, too, about them is it's not like they don't have, I feel like they're not different enough runners for it to, like, like they do a lot of the same things. Now, that those things are incredible. They're very explosive and big at the same time but it's like it's not like like i feel like the epitome of like the the peak to like you know i'm talking like ramondre stevenson and damian harris right like the the contrast between two i think lindale white and reggie bush back you know like we're going back to usc oh an old pete carroll team right like mm. that was the peak of like the thunder and lightning running back duo, right? Where you've got Reggie Bush, who was just absolutely electric, could run past anybody, could make anybody miss, was like untackable in space. You could not get him to the ground, right? And then Lendale White, who could pound it between the tackles and just wear you out, and also still had the speed to break off big runs, right? Like that's the best like running back tandem um which i don't think we necessarily have in the league it'd be like if you took christian mccaffrey and derrick henry and put them on the same team mother of god <laughs> like <laughs> like wouldn't that be cool like and then made them play the texans Yes, that was throwing shade at the Texans. Sorry, Texans. They would put up a hundred. <laughs> no, no less. They would definitely. They wouldn't even need a quarterback. <clears throat> they like could just a hundred handing <clears throat> off, just and passing it between each other. If you like, uh. uh Derrick Henry, just two, three, give, four, give him a walk, you know, bro. five runs in a row. And then, okay, surely this guy's got to be gassed. And the linemen are all like, oh, thank God. 
And then Christian McCaffrey trots out on the field, and they're like, motherfucker, can't get a break. Yeah, because then you got to worry about Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield, too. Like, it just, yeah, it it wouldn't be fair. Um, but yeah, like that. That's that would be your peak. Your peak running back duo. I like that. Um, another that was cool. Um, just because you brought it up, we brought up the Demar Hamlin incident. Um, I believe just today he was cleared for all activities let's go um which i believe was one of our earliest that was cools i might have or sorry like where we were like wouldn't it be cools was for him to play football again which i think that might have been our very in our very first episode um since we were talking that happened while we were together in vegas and we were you know this bringing up this you know love child um, that is the Wouldn't It Be Cool podcast. Um, but I, yeah, I believe Demar Hamlin was cleared for all football activities, which is just incredible. That's exciting. Happy for him. Yeah. All all football activities. He can run and catch and tackle again. I fully cleared to return to playing football. That's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. Oh, all right. Me. Oh my gosh, I'm yawning. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we need to we need to call it. I think we're gonna have enough in here to 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 throw something together. It's it's gonna be something. What a fun sequence of. Absolutely nothing. The most something that absolutely nothing's ever given us. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm, I'm going to do like no editing on this one. Oh, no. Do, do a little bit of editing. Please. Oh, no, I, I mean, I will. I mean, like, I, I'm going to have to listen through it. And like, there's definitely things that like I needed to take. I need to take out and stuff. Yeah. It's so I real. see what you mean, though. Yeah. Like leaving a lot of just almost raw content in there. Stuff that I would never leave in a normal episode. I'd be like, we're talking about nothing. We're going to get rid of this. This, yeah. is, this is just filler. Like, this is for just that. This is like the episode of like, you know, like, like you think like that 70s show when everybody's like down in the basement, like smoking. You're just like, oh, dude, wouldn't it be cool if like, Aliens were real, man. You say something just, just stupid, high shit like that. That's basically what this episode turned into. Not that we're on drugs, but I'm not. I'm on. I'm I on am, sparkling I, water. Sparkling water. Yeah, dude. Water. How was your uh, wedding that you went to? You said it was good, fun. Oh. It's so much fun. It's so what good. is the... What's that? So weddings are the best. Yes, they are the best. This this was a great wedding. Um, 
lots of fun. Kimber and Patrick, shout out to you guys. This is, I would say this episode's for you, but this has not been a great episode. I'll, I'll make it the next one. We don't want to, we don't want to dedicate this one to anyone. This one's for us. This one's yeah, this one's for us. We're tired, and we wanted to get an episode together. We didn't have much to talk about, but I will say this: um, we're releasing this on Friday, right? That would that works. Um, I we we should release this on Friday after I say this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going to quit my job on Friday. I love that. Um, I'm, because I'm I just kind of hit a crossroads with like I really don't have enough time to do all the things I want to do with my life. Uh, in it, like in a day, I'll say in a given day, like I I've been able to juggle it all right now, but it's just it's a lot and it's it's really wearing on me and um it makes the least sense in terms of like security and safety. But Lauren and I are we put in a thirty day notice. We're moving out of our apartment. We're moving to Las Vegas in about three weeks, uh, and. Um, I'm quitting my job, so that way I have more time to focus on my business and this, which means hopefully we'll see a lot more growth in the coming months this summer, and we can get a running start into the actual football season, where we will probably make the lion's share of our following, and I'm still faithful. Like, I still, I think we'll make a dollar, at least one dollar this year. I think we'll do it, and I just need more time to be able to give to that and so i'm i'm cutting dead weight I'm all right job. i'm thrilled for you yeah i mean just hearing you guys talk about your job the last time i was there uh, i didn't think that was a place sounded like anybody should be working um yeah and for whatever it's worth like i think it's more the place than it is the job i love my job I love what I do. I love the people I work with. I love the some of the work I get to do. Stuff is more what I'm talking about. Yeah, I wouldn't say all the other stuff I can't speak to, but just hearing some of the just wasn't a good place. But, yeah, just yeah. a you know, it's a relatively toxic workplace, and like that happens. You run into those, and I am still very grateful for everything that I've been given while I'm there. And, you know, I, I don't want this to be seen as like a yeah, fuck those guys. Like, it, oh. no, not that at all. I'm very grateful for it, but it's just time for me to move on. And so that's exciting for me. That that that's, will be cool by the time this episode releases. That is very cool. Well, congratulations. Thank you for listening to the greatest hypothetical sports podcast in the world. If you love this episode, then please click follow, give us a five-star rating, and give the next episode a listen. We'll be here every week with a new episode of Wouldn't It Be Cool. Also, let us know if you got any hot takes, something that you heard on today's episode that you want to comment on, a football daydream of yours. Um, you know, if you've got our numbers, feel free to shoot it to us. If you follow us on our socials, um, at WIBC underscore podcast on twitter and instagram um you know reach out to us there let us know what you think man wouldn't it be cool